Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, Mr. David Dodge. Today, I have an awesome guest with an awesome topic. So I'm really happy to be bringing Mr. Gus Castro on the show. Gus is, he's a big deal. He really is, guys. Gus is a big deal. I'm going to give a quick little intro before I introduce you guys to Gus, but Gus is a former Microsoft senior engineer who has turned into a real estate agent who has then turned in to a sales guru, right? So Gus actually runs one of the largest inside sales teams for real estate investors and agents in North America. He currently has 65 agents, strong, working, 50,000 outbound dials a day. Holy cow, that makes my head hurt. I'm going to repeat that. He's got a team of people making 50,000 calls a day, guys. Wow. Him and his team, they're setting 100 appointments with buyers and sellers every single day. I thought I was doing good at like three or four sometimes. Damn, he's doing 100. <laughs> every day. Holy cow. This is awesome. Gus runs a seven figure business and he has over 600 active clients. And Gus has got a really unique thing. I mean, basically uh, what, what I've, and of course he's going to teach us all about this today, but from what I have learned thus far, um, real estate agents and real estate investors, they can get a massive ROI from Facebook leads. And, you know, I'm actually not doing Facebook leads. So I was telling Gus before we started this, this, this show here that, you know, I'm going to probably learn a lot from this. And I'm excited to have him on because, you know, we tested Facebook a while back and we didn't have a whole lot of success, but it's most likely user error. It usually is, right? And, uh, but Gus's team uh, work primarily with Facebook leads. And you set these leads up and he's got other vendors that can help you with that process. But essentially, once those leads come in, his team takes over and they're calling and qualifying and setting appointments and doing all of the stuff that um, typically most investors get bogged down with, right? Like basically, the first thing that you want to outsource, in my opinion, is what Gus is doing. So, Gus, thank you for coming on. I'm grateful for your time. I'm confident that I'm going to learn a lot and that everybody listening and viewing is going to learn a ton. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thanks so much, David. I love that intro. I appreciate that. Yeah, and I'm here to, you know, add as much value as I can to your audience, uh, folks that are in the investment game, the wholesaling game. I definitely think you should take a look at, uh, at Facebook. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's some challenges to working with it for sure. It's not super easy to use sometimes. There's a lot of restrictions on it for real estate and, and for investing specifically. Mm -hmm. So as long as you kind of understand that part and kind of work around it, I think it can be a great, a great lead source for folks. Awesome. Awesome. So Gus, let's jump right in. I mean, really like, 
before we before we get into like the 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 you know the fine print here not the fine print but the details of it let's let's take a step back right and let's talk a little bit about how you went from microsoft to real estate investing to doing what you do now if you don't mind yeah yeah definitely so you know i i got recruited out of college uh, i actually went to school in mexico uh, and, you know, I got recruited at a college to work for Microsoft a long time ago. So Microsoft was the only game in town back then, early 2000s. Uh, it was the be all end all of technology. People remember that. Uh, and, you know, I went to work there and I stayed there for a, a decade. I worked for Microsoft wow. full time from 20, 2004 to 2013, plus a couple of internships when I was a student. Right. So I, I love the company. Yeah, it's a great company. Uh, but, 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 but. Uh, you know, I always had the bug, right? I, had, I knew that I had, you know, other skills, stuff that, you know, the corporate world didn't super value, right? You know, I, I, I could talk to people. I was good with people. I was good, you know, at connecting folks. They always called me the networking engineer. Like uh, I was a little bit too salesy, right? And other engineers, you know, I don't know if you work with them or not before, David, but they, could, they get a little bit, you know, a little bit, you know, hesitant when people are a little bit too good at sales around them. Uh, you know, engineers are very, you know, straight to the point, focused, analytical, um, sales skills sometimes can get in the way, right? So my wife is the one actually that, that, that kind of pulled me into the business. She got licensed in 2008, like okay. right as the world was ending. Great time um, to get licensed though, really, really, uh, truly though, because you know, the honestly, yeah. banks weren't lending anymore, but the motivated sellers are still there. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I had no idea about investing. You know, I can't, I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm not from the U S <clears throat> this whole thing was new to me. And, but during that time, you know, watching my wife, the work that she did, she would work with a lot of investors. Right. And I would find people, you know, and this is in the Seattle area. People would pick up five properties, eight properties, 10 properties through, you know, straight up purchase, short sales, foreclosure, pre foreclosure, all of this stuff going on in 08, 09, 2010, 2011, the very early stage of the, of the crash, uh, you know, it was a bonanza. It was crazy. I, and, and I saw, hey, when these things happen, there's some people that are looking for those deals. There are people that are looking to, especially like in short sale situations, the homeowner is trying to look for someone to pick up that property, right? So, you know, there was people that were looking for that. The agent would help connect them. Um, all these things, right? So I discovered investing. I discovered the world of real estate. And I went, I, I got a license in 2010. How about my wife? Uh, in 2013, I went full-time to work on the residential side, on the, on the, on the retail side, because that was picking up a ton. My wife was getting super busy with that. Um, and I never looked back, man. That was 2013. I left, uh, you know, the corporate life, uh, jumped into entrepreneurship, started this company, Power ISA, uh, Inside Sales Company in 2015. I didn't and even introduce my number your one company. I, I apologize. Oh, yeah. no, no worries, no worries. Gus Castro uh, from in, Power ISA. Come on, Dave. Power you can do better than that. You, got it. you, got you can do yeah, better no. than that, Dave. <laughs> oh, go on, go on. It. I didn't mean you to interrupt it. you. Yeah, yeah, no, no worries. And, you know, so started doing that in 2015. Uh, and I moved back to, actually, I go back and forth between the U.S. and Mexico now. My team is based out of Mexico. Um, you know, folks that, you know, native English speakers, folks from the U.S. living in Mexico, uh, and they, and they're my team they're, that they're my virtual team. We're a virtual so I, call I like center that. now. I, I love that you lead with that and you don't, yeah. you know, like transparency is everything to me. Yeah. Um, I just did an hour and 20 minute, uh, conference with two sellers that came in and 
and they had every question in the book. And, you know, it's annoying sometimes when you do this all day, every day, like we do. Right. But uh, I enjoy making sure that they leave feeling comfortable, but I got two contracts signed five minutes ago. So boom. That's a good day, man. That's a good day. It's not bad. Hey, that's a good Friday right there. Right. Two, (laughs) two contracts. I didn't even have to pick up the phone too. They came to me. So very, very cool. Um, Yeah. 100%. Awesome. Awesome. yeah, so, you know, I, I built this company, built this team, uh, initially focused on retail, retail real estate, residential, uh, you know, real estate agents, loan officers. But I got approached by, uh, you know, actually wholesalers were the first people that approached me. Said, hey, Gus, you know, I hear you do calling or my agent, one of my agents that I work with hired you guys to do prospecting or do appointment setting to do conversion. And hey, I have, you know, a hundred leads, a thousand leads, 5,000 leads, uh, and they're getting more and they wanted some help with that, right? They wanted to add a cold calling into their arsenal and, and they wanted to stop cold calling. They wanted to leverage that out uh, or they were doing online leads, either Google pay-per-click or Facebook or whatever, or, or, you know, ringless voicemails, texting, and they wanted someone to help out with the calling, right? So that's where we come in. So anytime in real estate, someone needs to do phone calls, either their cold calls or their inbound lead conversions, that's kind of where we come in. Man, 600 plus active clients, 65 callers. I got to ask, man, this isn't even like, this isn't even like part of what I typically ask. How do you manage all that? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so actually, that's a really good question, you know, because when I was in real estate, I mean, I only had my team. I struggled to manage like three or four people. That was it. That's all man, I managed. Man, I, I got you know, 10 or 12 on my team and I can't keep my head above water half the time. Right, right. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, when I was at Microsoft, I managed five people, five, well, between five and seven people at any given time. I was a full-time manager. That's all I did. I just managed my people and some projects. That's mostly what I did all day. Um, Well, I've got 65 people, but I guess the trick there are, you know, is I still only manage five people. And those are the people I actually talk to every day, the ones that I hold accountable and the ones that I lead, right? That's the trick. You got turn, managers right? that manage other managers that manage. Manage that. and manage managers. Yeah, you've got. I've got middle managers, and I've got. So I got one of my teams. My my colony team has two levels of managers. So you know, right? You gotta direct you have supervisors, that many people, man. You you have runs, to. You got to. No right. one can really handle more than on the calling side, maybe ten to fifteen people. Any more right. than that. They don't even know who their name, what their name they don't is. Even, they don't even yeah, know what, what yeah, exactly. to call their name. I have no idea, exactly. right? But, but even as you go higher, you, maybe five people is it, man. That's it, five people. That's probably the match you should do. So if you look at it that way, I, have a, I still have a team of five people. And that still takes up most of my time managing them and they figuring it out. But, you know, I, I'm just training them. What do, what do they do when they talk to their employees, right, to their team members? And, what are, what, and what, you know, so on and so forth. So, I mean, it's, it sounds simple. Uh, it is – actually, it is simple. Uh, it's not easy to do, right? And you, and you have to just get – you know, it's a skill, right, David? Like, hey, like you know, you're good at talking to sellers. You, you, did, you were great at that a couple of years ago. You're much better now. I sucked at hiring and firing people a few years ago. With practice, you know, to, get to, to get to 65, David – I've gone through hundreds of people. Oh, probably hundreds. close to a thousand, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds, a, a, hundreds, lot folks, a lot of folks. A lot yeah. of folks. A lot of folks. And and you know, hiring, holding accountable, and firing if they don't do it, keeping them if they do is a skill you get better and better and oh, better yeah. at. The thing is, I, I hire five, ten people a week, right? Some people hire five, ten people in their whole careers. So like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get way better at it faster than most people. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. Gus, let's jump in. Thanks for answering that question too, because uh, 
you know, usually it's a simple answer to a dumb question, right? And then that was kind of a dumb question, but <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not smarter than most people. I just get better practice and I just, you know, adapt a little bit faster. That's I it. I love it. I love it. So Gus, everyone that's listening, including me, we want to jump into meat potatoes, man. We want to know what's going on. So yeah. how, how real estate agents or investors how can they get a massive return on an investment from Facebook leads? Again, I was telling you before we started that I've tried it in the past and I didn't really have a whole lot of success, but I'm about 90% sure that it wasn't Facebook. It was David that wasn't having that success, right? So how can uh, agents and investors get a massive ROI from Facebook leads? Let's start there. Yeah, absolutely. So what, one thing I want to do first is want to say, you know, Facebook is great. Facebook's not the be all end all, right? Like any investor, probably a lot of people have the base of their business in, let's say, direct mail, right? Like driving for dollars, uh, you know? So, I mean, every investor that I work with, hat, Facebook is one tool in their toolbox. It's not the only thing that they do. I don't want to represent it that way. Sure. Um, sure. Typically the investors are, and wholesalers we work with, they've got a base in direct mail, maybe ringless voicemails, text messaging, uh, and they have Google pay-per-click and they have Facebook is another part of that. Cause Google is getting expensive, right? It's Man, pricey. Getting those leads Google is pay-per-click is, I did Google. Yeah. Ad well, I mean, what do you, what do you typically, yeah. Time. And, uh, and they just, you were priced out of it, right? I, I mean, that's, that's been happening I mean the last here's the years. thing. I'm pretty lazy. So I like to choose marketing methods that that can allow me to be lazy. So like radio advertisements are one of my faves because I don't have to Love do it. anything. I just, I just make sure that the bill's paid. Uh, AdWords was similar 100%. to that, but man, the cost per lead has gone through the roof. So yeah. I, yes. I don't do AdWords yes. right now, but I think that's also due to the, it, it, it's supply and demand, right? How many, how many people 100%. want the, want to run those ads? That's the demand. And as the demand goes up, the, the, the supply or the cost of the, of the lead is going to go up with it. Right. So I totally agree with what you're yeah. saying. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So, I mean, as a practitioner, you know what I'm talking about. And all of these methods, I mean, they all work, right? They all work. I'm not, I don't think none of them you're going to get zero deals out of, but, but it goes back to what you just said. What's the time investment you need to manage it. What's the cost cost per deal cost per acquisition cost per acquisition is kind of the name of the game. What is it at the end of the day? And let's say you can get a decent cost per acquisition, but you've got to be in the, AdWords manager every day trying to put out the fires. Hey, this, this had, this keyword went up to, you know, I think, you know, when I was doing pay-per-click, it went from like two bucks, two bucks a click. It's like 15, $18 a click for or real 40, estate. like homes, 50 in some for, 40. Oh yeah. For, 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 yeah. For motivated sellers, I'm sure it's, it's through the roof, right? Cause a lot of investors built their business on Google AdWords and now, you know, more people want to jump into the game, right? So mm -hmm. same deal. It's always something new, David. It's always something oh, it new. Is. right it's now. Facebook, game, man. Yeah. That's, that's you you got to go to the next one. You got to right. go over next hundred percent. And you know, and another one like YouTube is another lead source. And I know, you know, people have overlooked a lot, I'm like, you know, uh, uh, you know, I said, let me go to Facebook first. And I'll tell you why YouTube is an interesting compared to Facebook. So Facebook, lots of attention, tons of people on the platform, billions of people. I mean, on who's the not on it? I mean, let's just, let's not who's, even talk about who's on it. Who's not on it's, it? I know like one or two people in my entire circle that aren't on Facebook. Come on. Everyone's on it. Yeah. And maybe they won't admit it. They actually have an account. They probably right? have an account that they don't maybe. tell you about. Everybody's on <laughs> yeah. it. Everybody's exactly. on it. Exactly. Exactly. There's a reason, you know, people pay so much attention. There's a lot of scrutiny on it too, right? Because everyone uses it. So what happens to Facebook? Facebook comes out with an ad product about, what was it, five, six years ago. 
I tried it when it first came out. I thought it was garbage. I'm like, man, these people are not motivated. These people are just, the, most of them are like bogus numbers. The data's bad and there's zero motivation. I'm out of here. This was back in you know, 2012, 2013, early days of, of, of Facebook advertising. Well, there's a couple of things that change, right? That algorithm that figures out who's who gets better every day. Actually, it's a little bit every better every day. Every second, why it's crazy. Right. Every second, yeah, it does, it does. So a, a, a year ago, about 18 months ago, that algorithm got so good that actually the government stepped in and said, whoa, guys, like, hey, this, a lot of the stuff you can do with Facebook is so powerful, you can actually discriminate people now, right? Yeah. You can actually exclude people that you shouldn't exclude, not in the US at least, right? right. Like, hey, they brought down the hammer on Facebook and they created this thing called the specialized category. I won't go into a ton of detail, but it made the, the super hyper targeting you could do on Facebook, it reduced it for real estate and employment and like, you know, credit stuff, whatever. Yeah. Um, awesome. So it made it harder to, to hyper target people. Well. A funny thing happened though. Everyone was predicting it's the end of real estate on Facebook. It's gone. Well, there's more people advertising now than there were a year, 18 months ago on Facebook. What does that mean? Uh, there are ways that you can still get great ROI, but you can't do the super hyper targeting you used to be able to do. But now there's a ton of emphasis on what you put in the ad, the copy, the keywords, the way you phrase things. Cause number one, you got to get it past compliance. You cannot put, uh, you know, you can't represent, you cannot write an ad David, saying that, Hey, David, I know that you're having problems, you know, keeping your property. Let me get that, take it off your hands for some cash. Facebook won't allow that. You've got to phrase yeah. it in a way that it doesn't make people feel like, Hey, this guy, how does this guy know that I don't have any money? Gosh, Holy cow. Let me, they let won't me allow tell that. you something, man. Let me tell you yeah. something. And this is go, go, go. with what you just said. I was trying 100%. to get some ads running on Facebook probably five or six months ago. And I spent yeah. a week with zero success because it was the words I was using, oh, yeah. the way I was writing. I and the compliance. Know. You never got past compliance. I never even got past I didn't even get the opportunity. Now, this wasn't trying to find motivated <laughs> sellers. This was trying to just teach people how to wholesale and be real estate investors. But I didn't know it. So I literally had, I was, I was basically forced and I'm really happy with the decision that I made to go with this local company that I'm using now. Right. But, um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't figure it out. You know, like you, you got copy is everything. And, and it's, you know, I yeah. was trying to do a lot of extra stuff that didn't need to be done. And that's kind of what the company that I hired said is, man, you just need to just Less is more, less is more. Let's get scale, this out. Scale. Yeah, let's kind of scale it back a little bit. Don't, don't too much. And actually, that also goes back to what Facebook is. Remember, people don't go on Facebook. It's different than Google. Google is, how do I sell my home fast, cash fast? Yeah, what, or, you know, how, property, where, or houses. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, Google is very specific about that. Right. Facebook is nothing like that, right? I'm right. not on Facebook seeing who can buy my house, right? Or I can unload this pr the property I got, you know, from yeah, my, Facebook my uncle is, or whatever, right? Uh, it's more of a place for somebody to go get entertainment than it is for them to search something. It really, you know, it really 100%. is. 100%. So yeah, hundred percent. And now people, I mean, people have television shows on YouTube. People have like a lot of these, you know, I do a lot of interviews and podcasts. Some of these podcasts only publish to, to Facebook now, Facebook right? Now. That's all they, they do. Isn't yeah, that crazy? Facebook live. So Facebook is, is a, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. And it's a huge platform for all kinds of stuff, right? So, so people are there for anything but business. Usually, usually they're just there to entertain. We'll see what their people, their friends are up to. So you got to get their attention. That's it. 
And even you can write 18 paragraphs in your ad. They're only ever going to read the first line and they're yeah, only ever going to yeah. see that one image you put up there. So that's what you have to focus on. Number one, right? But, and here's the, here's kind of some people can miss this, even though the consumer can't see the 18 paragraphs you just wrote, the algorithm can see that the algorithm can actually read that can actually say, so the people that I see have a success on Facebook, on the creative side, again, I don't want to come off as an ads expert. No, I'm not no, an ads expert. I just hey, see a lot of ads. Let us I see know a lot what of you people know. doing this, right? Hell yeah. A hundred percent. So what they, do, what they do is they give the algorithm as much information as they can. Hey, are you going through any kind of life event? You know, hey, medical bills. Did you get, you know, did you, did you just go over, lose your job? Did you have to relocate ASAP? You know, and can we help you out with that? We have, we have a special offer we're able to give you. We can give you options, right? And you have to, be, have to play around with those words because it's very, very sensitive. Uh, you know, the cash now, and you know, you're, you know, you don't have a job, you know, the way you phrase it matters a lot. And I know it's kind of crazy. Some people do end up hiring marketing agencies, maybe hire some pros. I think people should do what you did, David. You gotta try it out yourself. Fight out with it a few days, fight with it a few weeks, see what you can get out there. But the key thing is try to phrase it differently. Do not phrase it like you know that person has an issue. It will never yeah, get Yeah, don't start off with, ad. are you broke? Because you're are right you there, your yeah, ad's going to exactly. get denied. Need because, cash now? Yeah, no, and the reason, no. and there's a good reason behind it, which I didn't really realize in, in the beginning. I'm thinking, well, Facebook's going to take my money, right? Like, they're going to let me say whatever I want. Wrong. They want to no. keep people on the platform. So they don't want people to think that they're getting targeted because they know that they need to sell their property or that for this or for that. So you you're got a stress seller. You're, yeah, you're, you you know, gotta, you're an you emotional gotta, financial you distress. A little bit and be a little bit more broad or just maybe be solution oriented, not problem. hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Definitely. Anything that indicates that you might know what they're going through is going to get flagged. It's going to get flagged. It's, it's, it's not even creepy. It's not even creepy past those, the, the, the compliance, yeah, the compliance, right? A hundred percent. So le less is more in that aspect, but give them options, right? Options. We can close on a home in seven days. We can do this. We'll take a property as is condition. So make it more solution. I said, that, I like the way you phrase that more solution based than about them. Right. So, you know, that, that, that kind of issue can be useful. And, and, and as long as you can get it past compliance, you can play around with that text. Right. So get it past, you know, the screeners and monitors. Yes. It might take 24 hours uh, to, to get approved. It might take more than that to get approved. If it takes more than 24 hours for me, I submit a new one. I'm like, hey, that one's never coming back. Who knows where that, that one went into the funnel somewhere. Let me make a, a separate one and see if that one gets yeah, approved. Yeah, so I like your you play I like around that, with it, right? that, that, I, that mindset. I think yeah. that makes perfect sense. A hundred percent. So, so, and once you get that creative out there, right, it, and it gets approved, yes, it will generate attention. They'll generate clicks. People can send you that information. So when, they, so when someone clicks on your ad and sends you their information, that's where we come in, right? Uh, you know, Power ISA as a company, or you know, whoever you've got. Maybe, maybe you're taking those calls. If you're a solo investor, you're gonna your cell phone's gonna ring. You want to get back to those folks. That's important. Another thing that I've seen that helps people, especially with the with the distressed sellers, is not to send people directly, you know, to your phone or or to, as a text, but to actually send people over to a landing page. You want to question them to fill out a questionnaire because you don't want anyone that just wants cash fast because they might not qualify. They might not be a homeowner. Their home might not be in the right condition. You actually want them to answer a few more questions. Cause I don't know if you clicked on that Facebook ad recently, David, but it is, they call it, there's a feature called instant response, right? Yeah, you I like can that. You just click on the ad and, Facebook and it sends your information. Has, 
Yeah, Facebook Boom. basically has the uh, the web form built into it, and it uses your data even. So yeah, there's a couple different yeah. cool options. But that but versus you taking that traffic off of Facebook onto your landing page, which again, I you guys just heard me say user error, right? There's a lot of ways to screw it up. So just eliminate yeah, it. Right. You said it, Gus. I literally, I don't have any tattoos on my body, but I was thinking the other day, I was literally like, man, if I was to get a tattoo, it would say less is more. That's it. It would be three words. <laughs> less is more. And I, I'm kind of debating on it just somewhere, you know, just something small. Um, but just so it keeps reminding me over and over and over, guys, less yeah. is more. Why do investors struggle? Because they're usually overanalyzing something right so just just simplify this like investing in real estate starts with getting a deal on a piece of property right you guys have heard me say this before you make your money when you buy you get paid when you sell but you got to get a deal next you you get that deal under contract and you shop it to your investor partners then you find a buyer you double close or you assign and you get paid that's it like it's incredibly simple but the human mind wants to make it so damn complicated that you get analysis paralysis and you don't ever even start marketing to motivated sellers, which is where it all begins. So Gus, I can't agree more. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think, you know, it goes to the heart of, you know, what a wholesaler, what an investor can do. Some of the more successful ones that I've met, they, they didn't start with direct mail. They started by just talking to people in the neighborhood, right? They knew, they knew who, their neighborhood, their target neighborhood. In some instances, they lived there in their target neighborhood and they would just get up and walk around and talk to people, right? I mean, I, I mean it all works. All that stuff works, right? I mean, but simple, simple is good sometimes, right? Simplify, simplify. Everything, I have a big company now. Everything tends towards complexity, man. It takes leadership and it takes like taking down, taking a step back and go, whoa, 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 whoa. What is the easiest simplest nowadays? Way to do this the leader's that? main role, though, is to like make sure that it's simple. Because if it's too complex, yeah. people quit, they leave, they don't know what they're doing. That they then get analysis. Focus. Focus. It's focus, man. And that's really what less is more means, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, it's like focus. I'm not saying like make less money. That's not more. Let's be realistic. <laughs> but focus. You know, less, yeah. less. It's really like this. Less distractions allows for more focus that that's the that's the long sentence the short is less is more but really what i mean is less distractions equals more focus and more focus is power that's where that's how you move the needle folks period yeah. you want to move the needle it's not by working harder or being busy all day we we all know that busy isn't productive productive is productive so you want to move the needle less distractions more focus you're gonna you're gonna win every time yeah a hundred percent hundred percent and you know and as an investor it's about deal flow what are the activities and things you can do to generate those leads to generate that deal flow at a hundred percent and like you said you know as an investor as you advance in that career you start leveraging out some of these activities and if you're using Facebook or Google or YouTube or all these different online, uh, actually, I, I'm going to take a, a step back. Once the lead comes in, it doesn't really matter where it comes from, right? Yes, there's context there for sure. But at the end of the game, it's a conversion game at that point. You've solved the lead generation problem. Okay, great. You're generating leads. You're sending them to a landing page. 
it's, they're going to get further qualified. The cost per lead is going to bump up. That's understood. But that person sending it, filling out that form, what condition is their home in? What kind of situation are they going through? What's their credit score yeah, range? The more, the more this and that. ask, the better for qualification, but the more possibility and or opportunity of them being like, ah, screw this, I'm leaving, right? Absolutely. 100%. 100%. But I tell everyone, you know, in, in the marketing parlance, it's called long form. It's a long form lead. The, you know, versus short form, which is like click the button, instant, instantly send it over, right? That's the lowest cost per lead because more people can click on that and send you their information. There's a trade-off though, right? And here's the crazy thing. I mean, again, as investors, people figure this out. If you're doing any kind of advertising, the more friction you add, you're going to get more qualification. Even if that lead is higher cost, what really matters at the end of the day is your cost per acquisition. How does it affect your cost per acquisition? What we've seen, again, by managing hundreds of campaigns, you know, helping people convert these deals, is that a higher cost per lead has sometimes very little to do with cost per acquisition. In fact, it can be the opposite. Higher cost per lead can actually decrease your cost per acquisition because you're having less, you're having less appointments, but more people attend those appointments, and you're closing more deals out of those appointments, which is what matters at the end. So, if people are listening to this, the takeaway is. Try out those long form, try out that friction because it can actually reduce your cost per acquisition. So that's what we try to help our clients do, right? So once the lead comes in, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter where it came from. It goes into the funnel and it's a conversion game at that point, right? So that's how we help people out. We start that conversion game, instant response. We're on the phone trying to connect with folks, whether it's text message, phone call, and get the dialogue started, get the conversation started. So you guys got aren't- Additional qualification. Love it. So you guys aren't um, an agency that's helping people set up these ads. I'm sure you have people that you can correct. Correct. So, but I want to make that very clear guys. I I know that, but I I just want to make sure that all the listeners and the viewers are aware of that. Gus isn't the guy that you hire to get your ads up. You, you have to do that on your own or hire somebody, you know, to, to help you with that. But that's actually good. I like that he doesn't do that because just like my, just like my eviction attorney, he is terrible at debt collecting. Let him stick to the evictions. And I get a debt collector to do my debt collections. You don't want somebody that's doing five things because they're going to suck at those. This is the truth. So probably. Gus, the, the fact, well, most of the time, I'm telling you, I know because yeah. I've failed a lot. And it's mostly because yeah. of the decisions I made that I thought were better because somebody was doing more. Did I not just say less is more, guys? You heard me say that a minute ago. 100%. So, Gus, 100%. I love that you don't do that. There's a million people out there that can help you do that. And because you don't do that, that you're not spread really thin. Instead, and correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know exactly, but I'm thinking, instead, when those leads come in, your team is the one that's working them setting those appointments, answering live calls and or calling the leads that come in back and then qualifying them, so on and so forth. Am I right? Yeah, uh, 100%. And, you know, and, and, and our company exists because that job is a grind. I mean, you know, first call. Yeah, that second call. But, but making the fifth call, 10th call, 12th call, you know, we have some campaigns that are 12 month follow up campaigns, right? Call, 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 call for the next year. Uh, so that's where we help people out, right? And when we when we get in contact with a person, it's qualifying them, it's converting them, and setting up either an acquisitions manager if that's part of the team, or the investor. Maybe the investor's hiring us, and boom, 
send that person over to them. So that's the part of it that we do. So in that aspect of it, which is what we do the most day in and day out, uh, there's, there's some things everyone should do, right? There's some things we've learned how to do. Number one is speed the lead. It matters, right? A hundred percent, right? And if you're an, let's, if you're a solo investor, oh Gus, I can't make that call that fast. I'm busy. I'm on appointments. I've got another job. There's no excuse. There's automation that can help you do some of this stuff, right? At least text people out, at least email them, do something like do something that shows them. Yeah, you're there. Give me your information. Hey, fill out this form. Can you, can you please help me out with that? Whatever it is, get the ball rolling right away, immediately. The consumer expects an instant response nowadays. If they're on Facebook, they want to know what's going on right off the bat. Number two, you got to have some kind of follow-up plan in place, right? You cannot just call them once, call them twice, call them three times. We know, and just by, ha by all the, the amount of campaigns and leads that we handle, that 60 days, 14 touches, is gonna get you to talk to the majority of those leads, 50% plus one. 60 days, 14 attempts, right? So whenever I hear people saying, oh, Facebook doesn't work, it's no good, I'm like, how many times do you try to reach these guys? Oh, I called them like twice, not good enough. Oh, I called them five times. Better, still not good enough. Still if you're in that enough. range, yeah, not good enough. If you're doing 60 days, 14 touches, okay, now, okay, that's, that's a very good amount of touches. Okay, there, now we can talk about response and lead quality and other things. Otherwise, you're, not just, you're just not playing the right game. They wanna play a game where if the first person they call turns into an appointment, like, well, that, you're playing the wrong game. This is the, not the rules that Facebook plays by, right? These leads are, are, are top of the funnel. They're very top of the funnel. You got them in another context, you gotta work them. And yes, you have to work Facebook leads harder than other leads, that's 100% true. Guys, check this out. I'm gonna just go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna veer off for 90 seconds and then we're going to come right back here. Sales statistics, right? 48% of salespeople never follow up with the prospect. That's half. 25% of salespeople are going to make the second contact and stop. That's a, that's a fourth. 12% are going to go to three contacts and stop. And basically 10% or less are going to do more than three. Gus just said his people are doing 14, 12, 14, whatever that number was over a 60 day period. Do you guys think that Gus is, team and they're going to be getting deals hell yeah they are wow so let's reverse this out we just talked about the number of people that are actually doing the follow-ups in terms of the percentages now let's talk about the number of people that get to like let's say the fourth or the fifth actual contact and how they're able to make a sale right so two percent of sales guys they're going to be made on the first contact two percent so if you're spending ads on if you're spending money on anything it doesn't matter if it's the facebook ads or adwords or direct mail or cold callers or radio ads or whatever it doesn't matter it does not matter two percent of salespeople are going to make a sale on the first contact and it really it's could be less than that three percent on the second contact five percent on the third contact ten percent on the fourth contact eighty percent of sales are going to be made between the fifth in the 15th contact, 80%. So Gus, I told you before this that I didn't know much about this and that I was gonna be really interested to interview you not only because I want my audience, my listeners, my viewers to learn something new, but I'm learning something new right now because I'm super excited to hear more about what you guys are offering because I'm not doing five to 15 contacts on every lead. I try to, but there's only so much time in the day and you know that this comes up and that comes up and Wow. So I'm done with my yeah, little tangent 100%. there, but it's so, and, and, it's so love, powerful. A hundred percent. And I love that number, Dave, because that's exactly what I'm seeing, right? The, 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 the fifth to 15th. I mean, I, we, I just threw out 14. 
right? Yeah. I'm going, you if you're jump not doing all the way 14, in, boom. You're, you're, you're in the wrong game, right? You're not looking at it the right way. And if you approach it with that kind of mindset, then it's not a grind to do the first, second, and third call. This is a 14-touch game. If you want to play the game, that's how it's played, right? You know, don't, don't, don't hit the player, or hit the game. That's the way Facebook works. And if you approach it with that mindset, it, it, you're not going to feel frustrated after the fifth call. No, bro, this is a 14-call game. Go for it. Set yourself up to be successful in that kind of game. So that's important to do. So like I said, number one, you have to have some way to have speed delete, number one. Number two, you've got to be ready with that 14-touch follow-up plan, you know, at least that, right? Go into it with that expectation, and you will get results from it if you go into it with that expectation. The third thing, and this is super important, as important as the other two, because I see a lot of investors, agents fail at this. They're doing all this work to get in touch with the person. You're going to talk with them. You've got to be ready with what you're going to say, right? You've got to be prepared for that conversation. You've got to be ready to go. You've got to have your objections handlers ready to go. You gotta have the answers to these common questions. You gotta be able to close for the appointment, right? And again, remember, even if this is a motivated seller, even if it's they meet all of your criteria, you still have to convince them to meet with you. you gotta give them a reason to meet with you, right? And it, and, it, and it might not just be that you can give them cash fast. That might not be it, because you might be in competition with other investors in competition with Zillow, in competition with these other iBuyers. What sets you apart? If you cannot tell me in a concise conversation, David, why I should go with you instead of going with Zillow, I'm going to go with Zillow, right? Yeah. All things being equal, Not the brand is going to win. Lewis all things equal. Is heard of House Sold Easy or whatever the company is. Everyone's heard of Zillow, right? So you got to have some 100%. sort of strategic. 100%. Absolutely, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So. Well, let's, yeah, so, let's, let me ask you this real quick. The top Facebook go, campaigns go. to run right now, you know, like let's say the results that you've seen from like the last 30 days, what, what do those consist of? Is it the long, is it the long form ones? Is that what you're seeing that work the best? So long form, yeah, long form. So I'll give you an example. So regular, you know, Facebook ads that have like a, like a lead form, the, the instant response, the instant fill out, very quick, very low cost per bit. We can get leads on the, on the retail side, you can get leads for 50 cents a pop in the, with that system. Uh, those convert, about 10% of those are gonna wanna talk to you. Like an appointment or a life transfer, like an immediate, something immediate, 10%. That's 10%. pretty good, man. If you you're stick it, five to 10 that, bucks that, for somebody that wants to talk, like I'd take that all day. Not bad, not yeah. bad. On, on the retail side, not bad. On the, always on the investor side, it's gonna be pricier, but just to, get, to compare apples to apples. So if you put long form on the retail side, long form, the cost per lead is gonna go up, it can double, it can triple. I've seen it go up 10 times, right? From 50 cents to five bucks, to 10 bucks, to $15 a lead. But the conversion to people wanting to talk to you, 30% of people wanna to talk to you, wow. 40% of people wanna to talk to you, right? Yeah. So the cost per acquisition, like I said before, that starts to look better with some of these uh, long form leads. So long form is killing everything else at the moment. Um, and again, in six months, it'll be something different. It'll be, it'll be YouTube ads. It'll be video, something. But right now, I'm talking about the fall of 2020. Long form is kicking everybody's butt right now. Holy cow. Hey, what would be like a couple steps? Like, I don't know, maybe give me three steps to help convert more online leads. Because again, I didn't really have much luck with it at all. Uh, what would you recommend yeah. that would be a couple steps to help people? Because I'm sure there's a lot of listeners and viewers 
that are already doing some sort of online lead? I don't know if it would be AdWords or Facebook or, you know, YouTube or whatever, but what, what would you say would be some, you know, some tips and tricks to convert more of these online? Leads? Awesome. So you're going to love this and people might be familiar with this or not. There's a tool out there called Zapier.com. Oh, I love Zapier. Zapier. Zapier, Zapier, Zapier yes. Yeah, yeah, I love Zapier. Zapier. Zap, that one, that one, the zaps, right? Yep. So when I mentioned that speed to lead problem, right? There's a problem about speed to lead that people can really struggle with. Zapier, Zapier, that's a solution to that, right? Number one, right? If you want to have speed to lead and you're not able to be on the phone and you don't have staff, you don't have an hour at ISA yet, you don't have anything like that. Zapier is your best friend. Check it out. It can help you set up some of those instant responses. That's number one. Number two, on the follow-up side, man, the follow-up side is always a great, there's no easy way to do follow-up. I love to have a magical follow-up system that people can just follow. Uh, but number one, get a CRM, right? As an investor, you are a professional, right? You're a professional salesperson. You might not know it as an investor, but you are a professional salesperson. you got to have a CRM. And you might not have to go with Podium. Get, it, get Zoho, Zoho's 10 bucks a month or five bucks a month, whatever. Um, and a very decent CRM, because that will help you keep track of those follow-ups. You have to know which calls you have to make that day. Do not rely on Excel or some kind of spreadsheet or some kind of post-it system. Or Don't your do brain, do not rely or on your, your brain. brain. No, forget about that. Uh, forget so about that. I, I've been work. using Podio for five or six years and I actually just moved over yeah. to realestateinvestors.com's uh, REI Touch. Ah, and they have nice. a lot of the built-in zaps from Zapier built in. Whereas there Podio, is. you have to use Globiflow and Zapier and Write Signature and this and that. It's great by all means. <laughs> But it's like, man, like when I take on a new student, Gus, it's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, trying to teach them how to do this is going to be, it's going to take longer than it's going to teach Sorry. them how to, to buy real estate. Right. So I, yeah. I moved over to a yeah. system um, that has all these things built in, but yes, agree. Love 100%. It. Love it. Love it. Gotta have a CRM. Get a CRM. Do yourself a favor. Listen to David, you know, Get a CRM, get a CRM for that follow-up aspect of it. And number three, like my, 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 the third nugget I'm going to give you guys uh, is when you're talking to the person, right? Uh, you know, and this is how, what I teach my team, right? Especially in the motivated seller scenario. It's about having empathy, right? Having empathy and curiosity. Empathy and curiosity. Put those two together and you can have a great conversation even when someone's going through a tough time, right? And again, you never know what it is. So shut up and ask the question and just shut up and listen to what they have to say, right? Empathy and curiosity. Hey, I saw you click through our ad, you know, that we have on Facebook about, you know, buying properties within seven days. Tell me more about your situation and then just shut up and see what they're willing to volunteer to you, right? And wherever the conversation goes, relocation, probate, death in the family, medical bills, job loss, whatever it is, be a human being, have a human conversation and show some curiosity about it, right? What are they going through? What does that mean for them, right? What in a situation does that put them in? Like, man, that's a really tough situation. Go down the rabbit hole with them. It's worth it for you, right? And at the back end, you still have to have those qualifying questions, no doubt. I mean, you have to ask them, what conditions of property in, you have any equity, all these things. You have to, you have to qualify them, don't get me wrong. But connecting with them, my ISAs, their number one job, David, to, to get those 100 appointments a day, they have to build rapport. That is the name of the game. See, they have Gus, to be a human I, being. Man, I don't think I've agreed with, this, with anybody as much as I have with you, honestly. We, we resonate. I, we we're all in the same wavelength, for real. I tell people all the time, I don't think I'm a good salesperson because I hate salespeople. I hate, I hate being sold. 
But what I'm good at yeah. is just making friends. I'm a good listener with when I'm in front of a seller. I like, I am curious. And it's funny that you say like, I have empathy and curiosity. I don't, I never even realized that that's, that's, that's yeah. what, why I'm good at my business and my job. Not because I'm a good sales guy. Right. And I had uh, another quick tangent, right? I had a, one of my students contact me yesterday and he was saying, Dave, I bought one of these, you know, big nationwide sales guys. I'm not going to say his name because I do respect the guy, but he's like, I, I, I bought one of these, you know, one of the big nationwide real estate sales guys courses. And he's saying, you know, you need to ask the seller like five or six or seven times the number before you make an offer. And I'm like, no, never. I would never do that. You know, like ask them once or twice. And then if they don't give you a number, you give them a number. Why? Because then you can anchor low. Otherwise they're anchoring high. Like I totally disagree with that advice. So yeah, you don't have to be good at sales to be a good salesperson. I guess I, I love it. I agree 100%. You have to make a friend and have empathy and curiosity. And that's going to lead to somebody wanting to work with you. I mean, basically whenever I'm out on an appointment with somebody, by the end of the appointment, they're selling me on why I should buy the house, not on why they should work with my company. I mean, does that make me a good salesperson? I think so, but I don't have any tips or tricks. Like people are always saying, Dave, you're so good at this. I'm just a good listener. What's the line? What's I don't the have line? Any, What's the I don't one have anything thing on my sleeve, make guys. Like like, there's no tip or trick yeah. that, it's just be a human and ask questions that humans wanna listen to or hear or whatever, like just be, a, just be you. It's that simple. So Gus, I love it. hundred Absolutely love it. I want to recap real quick. Three steps. So Zapier is one of your tools or tricks, right? Because speed to lead. And Zapier is nothing more than just a way to automate two services together. So with Zapier, you can send a text or a ringless voicemail or an email or whatever to the lead as it comes in. Um, and it's really, really cost effective. You can do like two or three or 5,000 of these different little automations for like 30 or 40 bucks a month. Um, so number one was, you know, that's a, that's a really good gold nugget right there. And it's setting it up. Zapier doesn't require any coding. You know, it's all just kind of plug and play. It's really easy to use. Point and click. Really easy. Number two, yeah. get a CRM. I am a yeah. huge, huge proponent and promoter of realestateinvestor.com because I have been struggling personally with CRMs for the last six years. And some of them are great at this, some of them are great at that. But the ones that are really good, they typically require you to go to a boot camp or hire somebody. Uh, Podio is like, a beast. Podio in spend... particular is like a monster. Yeah. Which one? P Podio. Podio is, oh, yeah, is Podio. Kind of a beast, right? So I mean, yeah. Gus, I'm not bragging when I say this. I'm embarrassed. Like I probably spent 25 <laughs> or 30 grand making my Podio a powerhouse and I'm bouncing, bro. I'm out. You know, like it's just, it's too much. Now stuff breaks and it changes and software's updated. And then all of a sudden, all these bells and whistles end up being anchors. And it's like, oh, I don't want this anymore. I just want something simple that's designed for real estate. So number, I'm not trying to get on that tangent. Number two, get yourself a CRM. Whatever you do, do not rely on your brain because that's going to that's gonna let you down 100% of the time. And then last but not least, we covered this just, just recently here, but empathy and curiosity. Guys, you want to know the secret to sales? It's to not sell. 
That's it. It's to be empathetic and curious and make a friend. People want to do business with friends. They don't want to do business when they're getting sold. So stop approaching your appointments as if you're the best and that your company is the only one. And if they don't go with you, they're an idiot. You're not going to have success with that mindset. Instead, Say, you know, listen, I, I want to do everything I can to help you. And, you know, maybe I'm new. Maybe this is, you know, one of the first times, but I'm real excited about this. And, and I'm confident that I can provide, you know, a win-win solution and, and help you solve those problems. But I really want to know why. Why are you having these problems? Let's talk. And then just listen. They, they couldn't care less about you. They could not, not care about less you. about your track record, about your bank account. About They could, honestly, they could not care less. It's about them. What are they going through? How can you help them solve that problem? You're not going to know unless they're willing to tell you what's really going on. And, and, and you know, David, I mean, you talk to sellers all the time. Some, they've got their guard up. They might not be willing to volunteer that information, you know, right off the bat, right? You got to kind of show them that you care or just understand, at least listen to that, right? And you will be surprised what you'll be able to find out. 100%. Okay. So Gus, before we start talking about like, you know, why your company is, the most amazing company that it, it, it sounds like it is. I'm sure that it is. Uh, one more quick question. You know, let's, yeah, so for ahead. somebody that's like, you know, maybe doing online leads already, right? And they're not having that much of success with it or that they're maybe thinking about it. Why does the whole online legion not suck? You had mentioned earlier, you're like, Dave, like it doesn't <laughs> suck. Cause like, that was like the first thing you, you were like, hey, let's do a podcast, yeah. right? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Online leads kind of suck. And you're like, they don't suck. So tell me why they don't suck. I want to know. And I want everyone yeah. to listen very no. carefully here. That, that's great. So you should, that's number one, you know, feedback I hear sometimes from real estate agents, from investors. Oh, yeah, online leads are the worst. My online leads suck. So I, I, I hear this from my ISA sometimes, right? Oh, man, these Facebook leads are the worst. So I always want to break it down and go, again, again, this is the engineer coming through, right? Okay. Why are you, what, what specifically are you saying when you say they suck? And that's usually one of two things. Number one, no one's picking up, bro. I mean, I'm calling, I'm calling, and no one's like, I, I never reach anybody. These are bogus. So it goes back to what we talked about before. How many calls are you making, right? Because no one is a lot more. Most people are not set up for that marathon that the Facebook lead requires, right? So that's number one. Are you doing enough to get them to pick up the phone and respond to you? Are you texting them as well so you can respond any which way they want? Okay, that's, not, that, that's how my answer to the first one. Are you calling them enough times? Are you giving them enough opportunities? Again, this is the fall of 2020. I'm busy. There's a pandemic going on. There's a potential recession happening. I, my mind is somewhere else a lot of the times. I've got people that I want to talk to that have left me three voicemails. And I, I, and I want to talk to them. I just haven't had the time to do it, right? So time, understand man, that, everything. right? A hundred percent. And then the other thing is, let's say you're reaching people, but yo, the, the second complaint is that these people are not motivated. They don't want to meet. They're not ready to go. No, this is the worst thing ever. And we're talking about scripting, scripts, right? How many people are you talking to? Okay, you're talking to a good amount of people. How many appointments did you get out of that? How many signed deals? And, the, and if the conversion rate is, is garbage, they go, this might be a you problem. It might not be a them problem, right? Show me your pitch. What are you saying to them, right? Because if you're not, if you're going for the kill too early, if you're doing most of the talking, yeah, well, no wonder they don't want to talk to you. No wonder they want to meet with you. No wonder they don't want to open up. Oh, no, no, no. It's too soon. That is a nice person saying that they don't want to work with you. 
Oh, you know what? I'm not that interested. Oh, they don't want to say that they don't want to work with you, right? People are usually more polite than that. They just won't pick up the phone the next time. They just were going to say they're too busy at the moment. They're just going to ghost you. That's the nice way of saying you kind of suck at what you're doing. So understand that part of it. So I would say it's usually one of those two things, David. How to stop leads from sucking is are you calling them enough? And when you're talking to them, are you saying the right things? If you're doing both of those things, then let's have a conversation about your, your ads and your, and your creative and everything else. But first off is those two things. Are you calling them enough times? And when you're actually talking to them, are you even saying the right things? Man, I'm taking notes over here. This is, guys, you have heard me podcast time and time again. This has been one of my favorite shows of 2020. Truly. And I'm not just saying awesome. that to, to blow smoke us. Um, everything you've said, I agree with, which is rare. I usually, awesome. I disagree with a lot of things, right? Everything you've said in the last 45 minutes, I 100% agree with it. And you, and you have a way awesome. of saying things that makes it simple and just easy to understand. So again, Gus, I really appreciate you coming on today. I'm grateful for you, your time, your knowledge, your educational, uh, everything, just all of the things that you have been provided, uh, providing us and me. And it's, and you know, I'm not going to say I don't learn new things on every episode. I, I do, but I've learned a lot on this one. And it's been also been very reinforcing. Um, so I'm not doing any online ads, but after we end the show, we're going to talk about how I can uh, get started with, with working with you and your team. So Gus definitely has um, an awesome service. Gus, tell us a little bit about the service. I know that it's Power ISA. That was the company name here, but you had sent over a website as well, uh, Get Speed to Lead. Uh, what is the website? Is it powerisa.com or get speed to lead or, or wh- wh- where is it at? That, it's actually, it can get a little confusing. It's actually both. So powerisa.com is our company website. It's more geared towards people that want to hire like a full-time or a part-time telemarketer. So that's more of our dedicated, like, you know, team. You want to hire a virtual teammate to do like a massive amount of calling for you. That's, that's one, one of our services. Okay. Getspeedly.com is our paper lead service. It's like, hey, I'm only, Gus, I don't need a full-time person. I'm only generating 20, 30, 50, maybe 100 leads a month. And I need someone to call them. I need people to make those calls, make those 10, 15, 20, 30 calls. Um, and that's not gonna be me, but I don't have the budget or my, my company's not mature enough to hire a full-time or even a part-time person. And it makes more sense for me to pay per lead. That's what that is. It's our paper lead service. So depending on where you are in your journey, if you're just getting started, you've already got enough leads coming in, you're not tending to them, you're not following that follow-up sequence, have, get some help. Have someone help you out with that um, and, and, and put it into that system. So that's what that is. So just depending on where you are in that journey, it can be a pay-per-lead kind of service for motivated sellers, or it can be a dedicated ISA, cold calling, prospecting, following up, sending appointments for you. Wow, I love it. So guys, Gus has been ultra grateful he has hooked us up, right? And um, basically, you can go check out powerisa.com. You can go get speedtolead.com, and you can learn and, and see about all of his services. However, Gus has given us a special link, and it's going to be in the description of this show. So regardless of where you're seeing it on YouTube or if you're listening to it 
um, on, uh, on a podcasting platform. You can just pull up the show notes and there's a link in here. And this lead is, this link is going to actually give you 20% off of your uh, paper lead service or 10% off of a full time cold caller. Guys, that is a big deal. I mean, that adds up. You're talking, you're talking 10% of, uh, you know, off of a full-time person. I mean, you know, basically every 10th week is free. Like, come on, that's massive, right? And 20% off of the paper per lead service. Uh, I'll be honest, I was actually trying to get this, uh, this lead or this link for me to join. And I'm like, hey, can we use this with, the, with all the listeners and the viewers? And he was like, ah, okay, fine. So we talked him into it. And I appreciate you um, hooking us up with that discount, Gus. So thank you. So guys, check it out. Uh, there'll be a link below the video or in the, in the show notes. Um, I don't get anything from this link. It's other than me getting the discount when I go to sign up. So it's not, it's not a link like that. This is a link for you guys to save a few bucks or in, in, you know, it could be hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars, depending on how much usage you're going to, you're wanting. So uh, again, go check out um, Gus, um, his two companies, it's powerisa.com. It's uh, getspeedtolead.com. And then if you decide that you want to move forward with those, use the link that's attached to the podcast or the video here, because it's going to save you guys some money. Gus, Thank you so much for coming on. Like I said, man, I'm impressed. I, I really, we're gonna have to do this again because it's rare that 100%. I resonate with everything yeah. that the guests of my show say. It's rare that I agree with everything that they say. And it's even more rare that I'm like, I'm like saying, all right, let's slow down and just reemphasize what you just said because there's a lot of value there. And I did all three of those with you. So man, oh. I am honored to get to meet you. Um, it's been a pleasure. I'm grateful for your time. And uh, when we wrap this episode up, let's stick around for a few and let's talk about how we can, we can work together because I am not doing online ads right now. And I know I should be. And um, I'm pretty confident that you're going to be able to point me in the right direction, but also start helping me close these deals by setting appointments and you know 14 follow-ups like that is, that is that a standard thing that you guys are doing oh yeah absolutely yeah, so I, absolutely our so, shortest I mean, plan even our shortest team, plan is 14 touches the shortest, the shortest guys the shortest even my team i mean i beat this into the ground follow-up 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 you know and like every deal that we do when you go back in the system and you look at all the touches there's at least 14 in there there is it just is right but whenever we don't do a deal and I'm like looking at all these leads that we marked dead for whatever reason or, or just kind of fell through the cracks, that's the problem. It's that we're not following up enough. So the fact that you guys lead with that, like that's the business following up and in, in, in everything else that comes along with it, like there's no reason that you're not going to have success with that mindset. And that's what I love. So Gus, thank you for coming on this show. I'm grateful for your time. It's been an honor to spend some time with you and of course to meet with you. And uh, again, guys, you've listened to my show. It's rare that I say stick around after the show because I want to talk to you and I want to actually get moving. So that's what we're going to do. Guys, thanks for listening. Gus, any, any departing words for us here today? 
All right, just thanks for the opportunity, David. And you know, I think the reason I think we we, we clicked and we have a lot in common is because you're a practitioner. You're doing this. You know what works. I'm not a guru. Uh, you know, it's I'm hard. a practitioner, it's, guys. It's hard, it's hard for someone to come in and tell you, "Oh, this is the next best thing," and you're like, "Well, I've never seen that work ever." Well, <laughs> I, I just get told right that every doing, right? day. You do, yeah, you do too, right? Yeah, you're always getting sold, and and you're not yeah. selling. You're basically saying, "You're if you're not doing this, you're leaving money on the table," and it's like, "Oh, 100%. I can't disagree with that." Just like I was talking about, you're not selling, but you're providing value. And it's like, that's what people want. They want value. They don't want to be sold. So Gus, I love it. Thank you for your time. Guys, if you, if you, if you decide that you want to move forward, like I am, so I'm telling you right now that I'm going to be working with Gus here in the next week or two, no matter what, right? If you want to move forward, take Gus up on his offer. The only way you can do that is by clicking the link that's in the description or the show notes or whatever it is. And that's just Gus, you know, just hooking us up. So Gus, thanks again. I'm looking forward to working with you. Guys, signing off. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com. The most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.